Moore. This is Russell Merrill-Bovell. And I'm Lorraine Postma. And this is Campus Conversations. We have uh, got some fun guests coming in today. We have the McQueens actually in studio right now. Standing right beside us as we speak. And we're going to be hearing more about some of their music and just talking to them about their journey through music in a few minutes. But until oh. then... But- well, I was just going to say, we're going to tease you with, uh, what, with what's coming up with the rest of the show. You're just going to have to stay tuned in. Hi, I'm Laura Cole, and you're listening to Campus Conversations. Join in studio right now. We have the McQueens, Chris and Liv. How you guys Ooh. doing? Welcome, one and all. So you guys are from Kitchener, and I was looking up some of your music, and I, you know, you guys have been married for fifteen years. Maybe we can start. How did you guys meet? Let's start off not music related. I like um, that. We met in a bookstore. We worked together at uh, Chapters Bookstore in uh, in Kitchener, and uh, so that's how we met. And uh, you know. He was on one side of the store, and I was on the other, kind of like a West Side Story sort of thing. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, That's a very poetic... I was on East, she was on West. We crossed lines. <laughs> That's, That's beautiful. Now you guys are making music together. Yeah. And, but you guys started making music as your own, as like solo work. Is that right? That's yeah. Right. Yeah. We've both been making music independently for a long time, and, um, uh, and it just wasn't... It hadn't been a major part of our relationship, and then a few years ago... We started. Yeah, we decided in 2018 that uh, we really wanted to give this a go, and so that was kind of our year of saying yes. We said yes to everything. We went to as many open mics as we could. We went to. Sometimes we were out like six nights a week, and it was like, wow, you know, like. But but it's it's been a ride, and, and we had a lot of magical moments, and we still do. So uh, we just really love doing this. It's very it's very poetic that um, the bo- that both of you are musicians before you came together and then and then you you spent that time together and getting to know each other and 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 obviously developing into what what you are now and but then sharing that music sort of later in your relationship i think i think that's incredibly poetic yeah it was a it was actually a really interesting surprise we started like we just hadn't sung a whole lot together and that started we just we like started covering some songs and i've been writing for a long time and it just honestly it just sounded really good right yeah in our living room and so we kind of went from there and uh, had some friends who just really supported us too right and uh and we had some, yeah, like Liv talked about, we've experienced magic in the room a mm-hmm. bunch of times, and we're kind of addicted, addicted to that. Yeah, so. for sure. It is very addictive. And I think, like, just the, um, like the passion you both share together, and I think it only comes with, like, being together for such a long time. Like you, you, there's a certain, like, vibe from the music. You guys both sing together, and it just fits so well. And I feel like it just has this... Uh, this almost like background message that might be at the f- forefront. I don't know. Like, do you no, know what no, I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I think maybe what you're getting at is like sort of an underlying current of um, chemistry. Yeah, and, a, <laughs> and appreciation, and and you, you almost through your lyrics and through your material, we can we can hear the connection. Mm-hmm. And it's I all think, love and war, baby. Love yeah, and war. man. Yeah, man. I love it. That's a great line. <laughs> now, when you guys were doing your own like solo music, did you like? Did you both have a similar style when you came together? Like, how different is it from what we'll be listening to later on in the show? Like, you're the McQueens, you know, with your CD out. How different are your solo pieces? Well, I think I think I'd have to say that I probably influenced your music 
more than your influences influenced mine. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we just have a, you know, I have a, a wealth of knowledge in, in a bunch of genres. So it was like, sometimes it's just popcorn here, you know, depending on what we're singing, you know, what kind of song is this going to be? Is it going to have sort of a country feel? Is it more folky? Is it rocky? You know, so that's that's been that's been interesting. Well, I was trying to say she has a really strong opinion and she's often <laughs> correct. <is what. laughs> Don't. Well, uh, sorry, I was going to say something. Never mind. (laughs) My wife is probably listening. Never mind. (laughs) Smart. Very smart. But uh, so I was reading about the bio, and I hope I'm not mixing it up, but Chris, you you rough out the song, and then you were saying that, or I was reading that, you kind of shape it. Can you tell us about the songwriting process? Yeah, so I, I've been a songwriter for a long, long time. And, um, and so what actually tends to happen is that I'll come up with a, what feels like a pretty close to finished song, but Liv will come along and essentially make it better mm-hmm. is what often happens. And, um, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's just got a great musical sensibility and also a melodic sensibility. And so that's where some of the, some of the really cool hooks, um, even though like I've written a good chunk of it, a lot of, again, a lot of the magic actually comes, comes from Liv and, uh, uh, and so, basically, when she puts her voice to it, she gets almost free reign to be able to change it as she wants. Almost free reign, not quite. <laughs> you know. Well, we did that with one song. He was uh, he was actually away on a trip, and he had left me sort of the, the rough chords and the words. And so I started playing it while he was while he was gone, and I had really no. Um, idea aside from I had heard him play the chorus before and so I had really no idea the flow of the song so I w- when he came back it was completely different cool. but uh, but it ended up really working and, and I'd, I'd like to say he, he likes it better now <laughs> well and interestingly my melody became almost the perfect harmony so it was a very it was a, it was there was a little bit of a serendipitousness in that that's but, interesting uh, it's yeah really cool yeah it's a unique that doesn't happen very often that was that was sort of a, a unique thing when she started singing mm-hmm. the original part and it just fit and she wasn't terribly familiar with that initially so well I, I have a, a quick personal question when it comes to writing lyrics okay so I as a musician for years and years uh, I was a singer and I I would just sing gibberish. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I do when know you're, what you're when, talking yeah, about. when you're when you're sort of working out how the the chorus is going to flow and how the verse is going to flow and you just sort of sing gibberish until you find that rhythm and then you sit down and work on the lyrics. Have you ever do you, I, I mean, obviously, you know what I'm talking about. Because you're talking about like when if you know us, you know like a certain part of a song, but you don't know any other parts of the song. So you're kind of like humming along with it. Well, sort of. And, and when you're when you're in the stu- when you're when you're sort of quote unquote jamming with your buddies or whatever or your wife in this situation, um, you know, and and you, you basically you just start. I don't know. It's just it's gibberish, and and but but it gives you a flow, and it gives you a pace, and it gives you a, a sort of a sense of how, where the song is going to go, and then from there you can you can fine tune it and add lyrics to fit that flow. Have you ever? Do you know what I? I mean, I, I feel like you is know that a exactly. Russell thing, or does a music all musicians yeah, do this? Well, I think everybody's process is different. I'm definitely familiar with that. What often happens for me is that I will get like a line in that in that kind of way, like yeah. a, a, a kind of idea. 
um, and it, it might be even a stanza or something like that that'll come out. And then, and then I kind of flip. For me, I usually will flip into poet mode, and so I'll, I'll kind of pull the meter off of that first verse, right on, right, yeah. or the chorus or whatever. And then I'll and then I'll start to get pretty in, intentional with my lyrics and with the rhyme schemes and all that stuff, um, you know, and counting syllables. But but the initial kind of like the. When it's really raw, yeah, when, that when, it, when, it, when, it's, when it's when the magic is happening and it's coming out of you know totally it, that that's when you're you're sort of loosey goosey with the gibberish kind of thing is what I used to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And in some ways, the the song that we'll we'll play in, in in a bit, which is the title track from the record, actually came out of that place. It was like a core phrase that kind of showed up, and then it was just kind of a combination of manipulating it, like you're talking about, just kind of throwing language over a melody, sure, seeing what stuck, and then flipping at one point over into okay, now this needs to be like a this, let's let's do let's try some poetry because that's a big that's a big thing for me is to with the lyrics is to try to really have. Um, uh, just an arc, you know. True, so, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I like to ask this question of most artists that join the show because I, I always felt like I was a little strange for writing uh, music the way I did, but it seems like a lot of people identify with my process, so. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to get things started, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Cool, lays down a foundation. Yep. Now, you guys, when you recorded, or produced this album, uh, I believe you did it in Maine. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. We did, yeah. And you touched on, uh, on your website, I think it's on your website I read this, but the relationship between the producer and the artist is not something many people think. It's not. I don't ever think of that. Can you like? Can you describe it? Because I never even realized that that could be like a chemistry you need to have with your producer as well, which could cause you to go to you know the states to to get it done. Yeah. Well, what you're doing. I mean, particularly in our form, because we're not a band, right? We're a duo. Yeah. And then we invite other people into play sometimes. Um, and so we kind of came down with these acoustic roughs was what we started with, right? And so a producer has a lot of influence in what you're going to end up with if you invite them into that process. And these guys who we worked with, um, Josh Ray and Carl Anderson from Anchor Studio, they just, I just really, I know them from the past. I, I know that they, I just love what they what they sound like. And... Uh, and that was a really important thing because it's a major investment. You know, you're first of all you're dealing with your creative work, and then second of all you're pouring many more thousands of dollars towards a project like mm-hmm. this than than most people are comfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so having that trust base is just super important. And uh, and we're super happy we did it. They were great to work. Yeah, with. Yeah, they did not disappoint at all. We are. Yeah, it's, really happy. It was a great process. Mm-hmm. Were they friends beforehand? How did, how did you meet them? Like, how do you meet producers all in like in another country? Yeah, we just had mutual friends in the okay. states. Um, just part of my travels, pr- primarily, mm-hmm. and so we had we we sort of flirted with the idea. Josh, in particular, Josh Ray and myself for a couple of years, and he was always like, "Dude, you got to come." Mm-hmm. You got to come. We'll do. You, we'll do it right. You got to come. And, and it sounds like they did. It sounds like it was a, a like you know things worked out as far as as far as a, a, a melding of the minds, if you will. Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, I mean, seven day to, to record a ten song album in seven days uh, with the sort of, like that's a that's a not common mm-hmm. you know between four people with, with no band no no pre production. If you ask show. if you were to ask me, I would say it's bananas uh, yeah. it's not possible yeah it was kind of crazy and and i and i think that the project stands for itself mm-hmm. for sure I, I would agree now when you approach you know you go to maine do you have like a rough copy already produced maybe at home or do you just go with the idea maybe paper notes of or 
We had ideas sort of happen while we were there. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, like most, I would say most of it was was stuff that we figured out, like just wrestling through every day because we we were there all day. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, from eight in the morning till whenever. Wow. And uh, so it was, it was a, you know, it was just a, a wrestle through and and then like throughout again you have these magical moments where you start with a song that maybe even was your least favorite song and then and then when you finish it one day it's like wow it's mm-hmm. like what is this you know like this is this is you know and so it was just so much fun to see to see where it, where the song ended up mm-hmm. you know there's there's um, a lot of a hurry up and wait Oh, yeah, dude, the same, the sale that, man. The, 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 100%. Right? The same sure. as, like, working in film or TV, you know, when you have to do constant setups and get your lights back up. It's the same thing in the studio, and it's a lot of hurry up and wait. So you end up finding yourself with a lot of downtime, but you're surrounded by all these creative people, and then you just find yourself... That, that sort of creative instinct just sort of... Uh, man, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I Like, I, I've done some of my best work sitting in a studio waiting for... For sure, you got an hour. You got an hour of snare hits where you're trying to dial yeah, in the exactly. right tone, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's not like and and even in the downtime, you're still working, right? Because you're still you're still there. You're still participating. You're still hearing things as they go. You know. And at one point, point I was practically asleep on the couch, and and if I heard something I didn't like, you know, like you you, you pipe in and yeah. and whatever. So you're always engaged throughout throughout the whole time, right? Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, you guys are going to play some music for us. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Now, before you do, can you tell us, like, your album, You and Me and Everything, does that have, is there, like, um, an overarching meaning behind the whole album? Like, why why name it You and Me and Everything? I know that's a song as well on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can speak to that. Um, the, the songs cover a breadth of, of years. Some of them are recent, but a lot of them have been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I think that when we were looking at it, trying to figure out what do we call this thing, that song, um, it's it really the title. It's like, it's a, it's a little bit presumptuous, but it's also it's just broad, mm-hmm. right? And um, and these are these are songs that come out of life stories, right? Like they're not all of them are our stories. They're not all like biographical or whatever, but they all kind of. Um, bleed like the truth of of life and living together and and a lot of it's relationship stuff and so it just it's sort of yeah i would say that in in broad terms the theme of the the theme of the album is is love it's it's pain it's grief uh there's some mortality stuff on there to be honest um, well all of so which, big, all, right? all, well all of which are a part of any functioning relationship mm-hmm. and i think that we you, you know you can't appreciate the peaks without the valleys right that's that's exactly it, and so we try to be really honest, you know, in with within the lyrics and within the heart of the songs, and so that's so the you and me and everything just really seemed to pop as the as the title that worked the best, I think, with the. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure. That's awesome. Well, uh, what song are you guys going to play for us today? I think we're going to do the title track. <laughs> you and me and everything. Yeah. You that's got it. that's a great. You know, I always I, I listen to the whole album and I was trying to pick out my favorites, and it's always like. As I'm listening, I like have a list. Okay, this one and this one that I'm constantly swapping out. But a lot of great songs on there, and yeah, you and me and everything was a top contender. For I really it. appreciate that. But um, yeah, whenever you guys are ready. Okay. Um, All right. Excited? Yeah. So this is you and me and everything off the album. You and yep. me and everything. That's Perfect. right. Awesome. <laughs> 
and soul that rages through the fire, through the pain. Even when you get obscured, when the fog gets thicker, when I'm lost, when I'm not sure. Fantastic. Oh, boy. That was absolutely breathtaking. It gives you chills. And there's so much emotion behind that, your music. It's, it's, it's it's great. Do you guys ever find it's hard to perform sometimes because it, sometimes, sometimes you sweat. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I'm listening to it. I'm like, wow, I can just, I feel like, yeah, there's so much emotion in it. And I'd imagine, like, if I had to perform that song, I feel like I'd have tears in my eyes trying to do it. <laughs> well, that's very that, kind. that was really, I mean, I, I, was, I was really thrown by that. I mean, I'd heard it. Uh, I'd, I'd done my research, and I'd looked into you guys before you came on the show, but that was absolutely stunning. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks Thank so much. You. Now, um, if you want, we can move right on into the next. Uh, you have more music if you want to play. Um, definitely play it by ear, but... Uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that track, and you guys have such a great, I guess, chemistry with both voices, and the you have a ukulele, which is awesome. That's, Thank that's you. Special. Not just a ukulele, but a Fender rock and roll ukulele. Yes. I took a picture of it because I was so impressed. It's pretty <laughs> epic. It's, star, it's got a great starburst. It's the starburst. poor man's guitar. Yeah, it's got a starburst finish, and it's all... It's all rock and roll, which is appropriate for Liv, so... <laughs> That's sweet. Uh, well, I guess before we move on to the next song, how, why, why did you choose a ukulele? Are you like a... Um, I don't know, a big ukulele player? Did that come from 
I don't know. No, in all honesty, um, I my my instrument is is really my voice for the mm-hmm. most part, and so I didn't learn an instrument until um, well into adulthood. Oh wow! So um, so I do. I started on the guitar, and I just found that the ukulele was just so fun and easy to learn. And um, and so we invested a little bit of money into this, and uh, so that's well. That, it adds a really nice. Uh, the majority of of the rhythm section of that song is obviously your uh, guitar work, mm-hmm. but that beautiful little subtle uh, accent. Is that I don't know if that's the right word. Sounds anyway, good to me, that, that comes through with the ukulele. I think it it, it really um, it, it thickens mm-hmm. out the sound. And the other thing that I found as as a songwriter who drifts towards the melancholy is that having a happy having a happy <laughs> instrument in the mix <laughs> helps cheer you up. It helps just kind of bring a little bit of light. You know, there's like a, that's like the silver lining. Not that that's a sad song. Yeah, we're singing a- about death, and wow, <laughs> the ukulele just makes it all sound so much happier. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. So, um, you guys, you guys got another song? Prepared? We can do another song. Sure, we totally love, we yeah. would love to hear another song. Yeah, let's do, let's Probably do better. We need to let's do uh, better uh, angels. No problem. You guys do what you have to do. Yeah, our yeah. listeners, I'm going to assure you, are firmly tuned in and uh, <laughs> you take your time getting ready and we can't wait to hear another That's song. That's great. Well, and the thing is, tuning is tuning is both for us and it's for you. So, um... <laughs> Fair and, enough, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, and the snow the snow flieth, right? So the, I think every single band I've ever seen has always tuned yeah. on stage. Yeah. Right? So it's just part of the show. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. It is. Alright, so this song, um... Liv, do you want to talk about the song for a minute? Uh, Better Angels. Yeah, it's actually our first uh, our first real co-write yeah. um, that we that we did. So that's unique. And uh, so there was also there was a line that that Chris had sort of incomplete, and I and I kind of finished it for him. So the idea of um, What's your line again? It's my declaration of imperfection. I was having a bad day. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love I love that you are finishing each other's sentences. As corny as that sounds, I, my wife and I do it all the time, and I just think it's beautiful that not only are you doing it on the day-to-day, but in your music as well. Yeah, yeah and so I followed that up with, um, uh, I pledge allegiance to my... Um, intentions. Intentions. So just <laughs> yeah. this, these sort of American concepts, you know, um, pledging allegiance to their flag, and then, um, and then declaration of independence. So I kind of it was just a play on those words, and I thought it would be cool to incorporate that into the song. Yeah, and the awesome. and the interplay of, of imperfection and intention, because you know. I, I, I need for my intentions to count sometimes because my <laughs> delivery is not always 100%. You know? that's, well, let's, let's get, let's right get to it. I yeah. can't wait to hear this. This is going to be great. Sometimes the truth is the most I 
what I need to believe. My better angels don't always win. Sometimes the light's not the place I've been. Oh. Guys, that's oh, it's so good. So that was you. that was absolutely breathtaking. Thank Give you, me, thanks, guys. Give me you chills. Know, I need to say really quickly uh, that you you had mentioned sort of uh, we had talked about how the sort of the backbone of the song was mostly your sort of guitar work, but that that ukulele brought in from someone who's very melancholy that brought in a little light. Um, a little positive energy into yeah. every song. I won. I, I would have never picked up on that if mm. you hadn't said that. Mm. And you're absolutely right. That was 
poetic. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. It's an awesome, uh, awesome, yeah, combination. You said it perfectly. Now, I guess we'll maybe give you a quick little break with the, 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 the playing, but... So I listened to the album. I picked my two favorite songs, and the first one I wanted to play was Tear It Down. Can you guys talk about this song a little bit? Yeah, the setting for this song really is... I kind of had this picture in my head um, where somebody walks into, like, you know, back in the day when... when Pubs were smoky. A guy walks yes. into a bar. Oh God, <laughs> I know those days. And, and yeah, yeah, back in the day, and um, which I'm old enough to remember. And um, but looking across, and they're seeing somebody, and they're just being a, a connection. But that connection actually just gets a little bit missed, mm. right? So it's it's kind of a it's it's sort of a um, yeah, it's like a missed moment, and it, it, it kind of explores that uh, a little bit, and uh, yeah. That's, That's awesome. really cool. I feel, I feel like we all have been through that. I feel like well, we've all experienced those missed moments where you where you come across someone that maybe and and it might just be a friendship, it might be a, a romantic relationship, whatever. Um, but that you come across those moments from time to time, and mm-hmm. and and you miss them. I like that. That's great. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a perfect description because we were talking earlier, and I was saying it reminds me of like an old western film, someone walking <laughs> into like the tavern almost. <laughs> it, 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 that's cool. I love yeah. that. Okay, so let's, we'll play "Tear It Down" off the "You and Me and Everything" album. And if you're just tuning in now, we have the McQueens here in studio, and yeah, here's the song for you. Right through 
this game And you can see right past the skin I'm in That was Tear It Down off the You and Me and Everything album. We have McQueen's here in studio. Hey, hey. The ones behind the album itself. Absolutely exceptional. And Thanks, guys. You were saying, when you were putting the song together, the boots and chains. You were using some boots and chains as like the, the percussion piece? Yeah, yeah. Just, again, while you're in the studio, you come up with uh, ideas to, to kind of set a mood. And uh, and so I had this idea of, of dragging boots along, you know, stomping boots and dragging chains across the floor. That's, that's so kind of cool. that's kind of like Foley work. Like, like, for, 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 I guess, like, I movies. guess. Maybe for that's my future. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom Waits did that. He actually, for one of his records, he actually recorded a lot of the uh, percussion in I know it sounds weird, but in the bathroom <laughs> because he got these weird acoustics, so he would just like start smashing things on things in the bathroom, and he got great cool. percussion out of it. So it's the same idea, though, like yeah. finding that foley work to to create a, a percussion element. Mm-hmm. It's super yeah. cool. Now we're getting close to eleven o'clock, but I want to play one more song. This was the Seeker, and for me, I got a similar vibe as like a very almost like atmospheric. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the song? Liv, why don't you talk about this? Because this really was your song. I wrote the song, but the sonic vision is Liv's on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always been one of my favorites when we've performed it out, and uh, so I think on the on the recording we were in the studio we were just really surprised by how it ended up like the progression of it it just kind of starts sort of sleepy and then it just goes big and and it's I don't know it's like having a 10 course meal like mm-hmm. you're just at the end you're just so happy and so satisfied <laughs> and I think that that's what this song does for us awesome. it's like I love a that full, comparison. full meal in the background I want you to imagine Livia sitting there with wild hair saying bigger bigger <laughs> That's great. All right, well, without further ado, let's play The Seeker from the McQueens we have in studio. Yeah. 
the Seeker off the You and Me and Everything album. McQueen's here in studio. Yes. You guys been able to feature some of your music, and it was so awesome having you guys to come in Thanks today. So Thanks for having us. us on the hawk. It was super cool. And talk about some of the tour dates you got coming up. I know you guys are going to be in London. Yeah, you got you, you got to have something in the works. Yeah, yeah tomorrow. we're in London tomorrow night, um, and uh, so we're at the London Music Club um, at 7, so we're looking forward to that. And awesome. then kind of closer to home, we're going to be in Guelph, on November 30th at the SIP Club, and we'll be playing for a few hours from about 6 till 9. You guys yeah. are from KW, right? We yes, are from Kitchener-Waterloo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, so yeah, those are a couple of the dates that we have, and we're working on some more. But cool. um, In December, you have the uh, show, and it was in... Yeah, Allura. Allura, yeah, that's at, right. Cafe Crepery. Cafe Crepery, which is actually, if you can make the drive, it's such a cool venue. It's it's intimate. It's got fantastic food, and uh, it's just a really Good cool people. space to have. A, we, we really... We, we love playing all the places that we're playing it's these cool. days but it's a really special spot mm-hmm. that's really cool and I, I, I was looking into the lore because I haven't heard of that that area but the Laura Gorge looks cool. I was like, hey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's a beautiful little town. And you can follow us on, on the McQueens.ca. That's M-A-C-Q-U-E-E-N-S. And all our shows are going to be posted there, too. Is that all, that's all your socials? Uh, I, I, you know, in these this day and age, unfortunately, we have to rely on social media to Twitter, our, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Either, yeah. Either is there the anything McQueen, else you'd like to plug? Yeah, uh, either the McQueens is, is our one handle, and then where, where that was too generic if you find the McQueen's music um, the McQueen's we'll, music yeah perfect those things that'll be on Twitter Facebook and Instagram yeah, all, all those, three all that's the places right. that's awesome yeah and I, we have to unfortunately do that these days you guys got London Guelph Allura coming up Allura I saw you guys gonna play some Christmas music possibly indeed yeah. <laughs> tis the season yeah, we're that's awesome far off you guys have I guess gonna record a Christmas album we, we actually we, we probably will that's so cool yeah yeah that I feel yeah. like you guys would <laughs> I, I, I have an uh, I have an affinity with Christmas albums, but <laughs> I wish you guys the best. <laughs> but, Fair but, enough, too. But, but, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Christmas albums. Uh, well, I guess we'll see. You know what? Based on what you've done today, <laughs> I would actually give your Christmas album a chance. Uh, that'd be we great. We promise it won't be cheesy. Yeah. It's feel, awesome. I feel weak in the knees hearing that. That makes me feel so nice. <laughs> I'll tell you, when that Christmas album comes out, it will be playing at my house 24-7, even if it's against my will, but it will be. In July, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the theme for my house. So, yeah. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Again, Thanks for having you. us. It was the McQueens.ca. Yep. You got it. Everything is there, or the McQueen's music, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, right? Yep. You getting that right? Yeah. Perfect. I just want to really quickly say that you guys are absolutely adorably amazing. <laughs> that was a wonderful performance, uh, multiple perfor- uh, performances. Unfortunately, Lorraine couldn't be on the air because she was filming you guys, uh, but she was here in spirit, and I just want to say thank you very much for coming in because it was it was absolutely Thanks, Russell. poetic. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Allow yourself to stay. You are welcome here. It's almost like a ritual. Hey, this is Chris Poor from Frail State, and you're listening to Campus Conversations. The Hawk, you're listening to Campus Conversations. I'm Lorraine Postma. This is Mr. Russell Merritt Bovell. Dylan Moore here. Hey, and we got Andrew Brother in the studio. Once again. Yeah, he's back. 
Back in black. Back in action. Black. I am my mall black. Yeah. It's perfect. Well, you know, I, I really, we do. I think all of us appreciate the fact that we, uh, we we lost a few guests today, and you just, you know, yeah. just jumped right into the deep end and came in. <laughs> To play us some of your original music, and we're happy to have you back. We've been talking about having you back. Yeah. This is great. That yeah, was a little last minute, but I don't mind that at all. It's just a lot of fun. So he's even missing good. class to be here. Yeah, I'm missing a little bit of class, but talked to my professor about it, and he's he's a okay with the whole ordeal. Okay, so. that's perfect. And <laughs> good guy. You are our very first musical guest. That's Ooh. right. I forgot about that. That is so that's very like, fitting. When I say musical guest, I also I'm, you played you played music for us live. <laughs> So it's it's only fitting that you well, come on and you yeah. become a recurring, real recurring right. guest yeah. and, and save again. the day, right? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You should come in weekly. Oh yeah, <laughs> we should do this every day and then I don't have come time in every day. Andrew segment. I don't either. I don't really have time for this every yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. So, Andrew, the last time you were on, you played a song that hadn't been recorded at the time, a very personal song to you. Yeah. But and then since then, I had you know listened to your music on Spotify and. You got a ton of tracks there, and you you mentioned that you have an album kind of in the works right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I got those tunes up on online there, and they're okay. You know, I, I record them with my iPad and stuff. And really, the, yeah. I, I love I, I love that they're okay. I guess. Well, yeah, it's just it's just a little hard listening to them. I'm like, oh, you know, I could I could have done so much more with it, but I, I was more so just eager to get it out, and I was really really excited to just release an album and and you know i didn't mind having the whole lo-fi aspect love it it was i like it too yeah i think it's super intimate you know it kind of makes it seem personal like i just yeah i recorded this on my ipad i kind of i kind of dig that too and lorraine you and i are of the same sort of mindset when it comes to music i like that (laughs) lo-fi style yeah now what um you say you recorded off your ipad what like do you have professional mics that hook into the ipad well it was actually i got had my ipad mini and man i literally just used the mic that was on the ipad wow recorded right into GarageBand. so i used the the free program that came with it and you know it's a really good program it it worked i was able to write songs with it and stuff could have fooled me like i had no idea i listened to it i was like this is great yeah well now i'm i'm i've invested a bit more in some more equipment so this this next album i'm I'm trying to spend a little bit more time on it but i'm aiming to have it out or at least samples of it out by december 17th which is my older brother's birthday wow which ties into our last segment yeah when you were here yeah I'm, i'm hoping to release it or at least something of it a single uh, or something yeah yeah for for by then you'll you will have something on that's there. awesome do you have a I, title in the works uh for the album i am gonna name it i'll find my way nice that's that's good mm-hmm. can you tell us about a, a bit about this like album is there like an overarching meaning behind it um themes yeah uh, themes well namely the the i'll find my way album comes from another song that my brother wrote mm-hmm. uh way back in the day he wrote in he was he was he literally told me back in the day he was like you know i don't i don't really want this song anymore you can you can have it like you can just you can take it because i know it kind of sounds like your style and whatnot and i was like that's really cool i i love that so i took it for a little bit played it and it kind of shrugged it under the rug a little bit forgot about it to be honest uh, and then when the unfortunate events happened, I, mm-hmm. I was looking through his, his stuff again, found the song, and, and I was like, this is perfect. I'm, I'm going to take this song. I'm going to name the album after it. And 
Um, so I want to have both the Departure Lounge song that he wrote and, and I wrote and the I'll Find My Way song. I want to record that too. I want to have those two songs and the rest of them are just going to be originals that I've written over the past four or five years. I, I would just like to chime in really quickly and yeah. say that um, it, it's 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 beautiful how you are so open with such a... I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I just, I just, I love that you're that you're taking this sort of unfortunate series of events and and, and making it into something beautiful to honor your brother. And mm-hmm. I think that we all appreciate it. We all love your music. We all love everything you've brought to us. Sure. And I think that it wouldn't be there without your brother's influence. And um, and so basically, what I'm getting at is, <laughs> I don't know. Well done. I I, I think yeah. I think it's a, a Everything you've brought to us is absolutely beautiful. I really owe a lot to him and my family and friends and whatnot. So I, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes and what happens. So, when did you start playing guitar? Playing guitar and singing music uh, the way I do now with the folk acoustic started back in in high school. So I was in grade ten, oh, grade nine wow. or ten. Hmm. I was about fourteen. Yeah, and that music yeah. tends to be like pretty emotional. Like, yeah. There's a lot of feelings behind it, yeah, but I think. That's it. I've always been very open with expressing my emotions and my feelings. I and it was like that with my brother's music too. I think that was a big influence on, on like if I write a song and I write it and it doesn't mean anything to me, I just I'd never play it again. You know. So can you? How hard is it to you create a song? Like music is already so personal, but then with like your music, how it's like the person the the emotions into it is almost like amplified. And like for me, when I have to do creative writing, even if there's no emotions tied to it, I get very insecure. Right. Like, what is it like with the music when your music is just, it's you right out there, your feelings, feelings can be hard to talk about sometimes, but you're not just talking about it, you're singing about it, you're, you're really putting yourself out there. Yeah, I think, I think that if, if you're feeling insecure and, and a little uncomfortable, then you're doing it right. And yeah. In my experience, that's that's a very great. valid point. Yeah. If, if I, I've written songs and and I feel like it's like it's breaking a little bit of personal boundaries here, like I'm, but those ones stick with me the most, and and I, it's going to be like that for my whole life. I'm I'm always going to write those kind of songs because you know it's I I don't want to just write a song for writing a song. You know, some of the best songs are like a snippet of somebody's life and their feelings towards whatever they were feeling at that yeah, time. Definitely, yeah. It could be decades later, but you can go back and listen to it and it gives you goosebumps. For sure, yeah. yeah. Is there any, like, thing that you... I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. I just feel like you obviously use music a lot to express your feelings, oh, yeah. right? Um, did it start off like that? Did you have any lyrics? Because I think, like, your like lyrics are really pretty, right? And just very thoughtful you know Mm -hmm. like did you write before you started writing music uh i I like poetry and stories and whatnot no actually i i i've never really done anything like that mostly when it comes to writing it it's done in the forms of of songs and and music and Uh so how do you do that do you usually write um the music first and then go with I know Russell uh, was talking a little bit like yeah. play some guitar yeah. uh, sing some gibberish and then kind of come kind up of with work, yeah, work out the lot, lyrics after or whatever many different ways it depends on on how you do it I mean, personally I, I like to just jam it out like like Russell said you play guitar and sing some melodies over top and just think of 
think of an idea or, or a feeling that you want to sort of dive into and then just kind of it it just goes from there. Really I, I love that everybody we keep interviewing, when we talk about the writing process, I love that everybody sort of sees it the same way that yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you, you that's sort of, the you, best way to see it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you're picking up some, some good people. Yeah. <laughs> the question's always the, the chicken or the egg. But yeah. It's like the lyrics or the Or the music. music. Yeah. The music. Yeah. It yeah. depends, you know. It works both ways. I've, I, I've written lyrics before. I find it hard to write music to lyrics personally, but some people would find it impossible to do it the other way around. So, Do you have, like, not lyrics, but things you want to write about kind of banked in your memory at, or maybe even on paper, and then you come up with, like, a, a guitar riff or whatever, and... You kind of put them together, or do you have, yeah? Do you have like song ideas? Yeah, it's in the back like of your head? yeah. Mainly, it's it's I I I really dive into my emotions and what I'm feeling, and that's that's where it comes naturally to me, you know. So if I'm writing music and and I'm thinking of certain ideas that are uh, right in the back of my head, you know, it mostly relates to certain emotions I'm feeling or mm-hmm. things I've gone through in the past, and and or you know. Uh, sort of little fantasies. I like to write songs that are not exactly in my point of view, but they're in someone else's point of view. I, I get Relatable. that. Sort of, sort of, almost, almost um, creating stories. Yeah. That, but, but that in a way still translate to your life. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, like for me personally, I can analyze each lyric to means something to me but For if sure. you listen to it you can make it whatever you like I love music that's like that it can mean so many different things and whatever someone's listening to it it can mean something else to them and yeah feel, it's I like feel, you know it's like yeah. your own personal events yeah, will yeah. cause you to relate to it differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is which is awesome it's like when you look up what's the meaning of blank song and there's like 13 yeah. different meanings yeah like, people are like well when I was 13 this yeah. happened to me so I, I think find that's that what I find about. that so interesting I love hearing what, what people what people think or, I, I kind of feel like you've got you've got a little bit of the boss in you because <laughs> so? he's brilliant with that stuff he can tell stories that not that aren't necessarily his stories but he he tells them so beautifully that's what who, I, I and like to do. Uh, is there, who's who are you who's the boss oh. we, me and Dylan are you're like, talking about it as if there's another person I coming almost in. made a big mistake and said a swear on the internet or on the, the second radio. mistake you pointed it out uh, yeah <laughs> you drew well, attention anyway, to it what i'm getting at is i feel like you've got a you channel a little bit of his his creative energy because i feel that he a lot of his work sorry we're talking about bruce springsteen if you guys uh, have did, did you know bruce springsteen i was like okay it's got to be someone bruce springsteen oh, you it's bob dylan I no I, there's so many different people that could you know what russell boss. this is you're on the wrong this time yeah. <laughs> no i mean i i don't three on one. With that. I mean, yeah. he he has a an, a beautiful ability to oh, yeah. to tell uh these amazing stories uh from that that they kind of feel like they're from a small town or some I, yeah. I don't know I don't know he he captures sort of Middle America and sure. at its finest the, the the better parts of Middle America and and he and he and he can sort of identify with these stories even though they aren't his I feel like you have that same uh, ability in order to channel stories and and tell them the same way cool if that makes sense yeah yeah that does that, that's that's really interesting I I, I like that. That idea of songwriting, I think, is best telling sort of stories that you know you can relate. You can relate to and, with and everybody then, here. Can yeah, like, oh, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. 
What kind of music influenced you when you started writing? I know, like, like I we've said last time, we worked together, and yeah. I think we became pretty close, just bonding over music, which mm-hmm. I think is awesome. Like, I find I make the closest friends bonding over yeah, music. Yeah, I think so right? too. I, I remember that we we'd always when we would talk, we would talk about what kind of music. Kind of exclusively, on. yeah, <laughs> exclusively about music. Really annoying for anybody yeah, working around us. Yeah, it, um, so many different different influences out there. I I would say. One that's really changed my life is, is Elliot Smith. I, I yeah, like nice. that's influenced my. He lot, so. is deep. Yeah, and, and you got to really jump in. You got to dive into the rabbit hole yeah, with you, him you if you're going to get into Elliot Smith. Prepare yourself a little bit for. But I like that, and that's really opened my eyes to being like, you know what? I can be as emotional with this as I want. So just perfect. Now this is your second album that's coming out. Am I wrong? Uh, this is my technically my third album. Technically your third. Okay. Uh, yeah. My f- yeah. Uh, it's going to be called "I'll Find My Way." Hopefully, mm-hmm. it can be released sometime next month or within the next within the beginning of the new year. Perfect. And uh, we're going to have you back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can you talk about besides production value, like the equipment? Do you know like a a big difference between your last album and this upcoming album? For sure. Yeah. Um. Mostly, the difference is going to be the production and whatnot. You're gonna, it's gonna sound a lot better. I, I, I bought some. I mean, it's still beginner equipment, but it's it's better than an iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, writing styles and whatnot, it's gonna be more rocky. It's gonna have more electric guitars and hmm. and louder drums, and it's gonna be more nice. rocky. But yeah, uh, has a little bit of. A little bit of fuzz rocky early Weezer influences in nice. there, and then you got your your acoustic Elliot Smith influence. It's gonna have a little bit of everything. I'm mm-hmm. really not gonna stick to a certain genre with this. I really can't so. wait for that. You, yeah. too. you, you just said early Weezer. Fuzzy Weezer, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Fuzzy Weezer. That's what we, yeah, Smith. when I listen to Weezer, I stick with Fuzzy Weezer. And hey, yeah, Pinkerton and the Blue Album. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Blue <laughs> Album with a little bit of Elliot Smith. There that to me is that's, heaven. It's, that's what I'm aiming for, and I'm just gonna stick to my roots. You know, I'm not gonna try and do anything too nuts. I just wanna, you know, keep it myself. So, Well, yeah, from what I've heard, I'd say you're on the right track, so keep <laughs> it up. Um, Want to play a tune? Yeah, you got, yeah. Some, you yeah. got a guitar here. Yeah, I uh, brought my Martin in today. Um, Gorgeous. Gonna play a song off my new record. It's called Same Old Thing. Can you talk about a little bit behind the song before you play it? Yeah, uh, it's it's a song I wrote. Um, it's, it's more of like, you know, uh, one of those sad love songs about... Uh, um, me it was more so about being unable to fully invest yourself in someone else because you're hooked up on someone else mm. kind of thing that as the emotion that i went with with this and song. we've all been there right yeah, yeah everyone's, everyone's been, been there, there before but you know it's, it's possible to get through it and you meet the right person and it'll change your life so awesome well right. without further ado in her mind you're already where you know you shouldn't be you're 
starting to stare at the ceiling again instead of closing your eyes to fall asleep cause you have to let her know that you've been beat and it'll be easy way for me I know I'm gonna say that same old thing that made her run away knows the lengths your heart goes just to hold on to a thought that may not be such a good idea it's not a good idea you really let yourself go why would you let that happen you let it happen you let it happen and it's obvious why you Because I do just the same And I don't want it this way You know I'm gonna say That same old thing that made her run away Same old run away. Hey! That was amazing. Awesome. That was great. Roaring applause, as always. Dude, you can hear the Weezer, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think with the so. guitar. Yeah. Huge influence. That's me. awesome. Yeah, I love them, so. yeah that's, thanks, uh, guys. That's perfect. You uh, had some little, like, super sick guitar riffs. Me and Dylan, like, made eye contact. We're like, yeah! Recognize, <laughs> real awesome. recognize real. Yeah. <laughs> right on. I'm glad Dude, you that's awesome. What's that song called again? That one's called Same Old Things. And this will be, that's the title track from your new uh, album? That one mm-hmm. is going to be on my new album, yeah. Not the title track, though. Sorry, what's the title? Title of the new I'll album. My way. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. the track. Uh, I forget to play it for you guys someday. <laughs> That's um, hell yeah. <laughs> You're gonna play hell that yeah. one too? Maybe one, one, uh-huh. day. one day. One day. All right. Day, yeah. But um, one day. Yeah, that's super awesome. So again, you expect this album could be expected to come out sometime December. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I want to release it on my brother's birthday. So um, I'm aiming for that. I'm a, and what I'm what day is that? December seventeenth. Seventeenth. Remind myself. Everybody listening out there, keep an eye on December 17th. You will be able to find a link from all of us here at Campus Conversations as well because we really want to promote this album. Uh, if we, if, hopefully, if you get it out on, on, on that day, which would be beautiful. Yeah. So and you're you're a one man show, right? It's just you behind the production. Uh, just me. I'm gonna be bringing in a couple friends. I got my good buddy Greg Marco is gonna be doing a guitar solo on, on nice. Departure Lounge. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Bringing in some other friends, maybe from the program, maybe some friends from back home. Yeah. I, I mainly though, it's it, it is just I'm doing the bass and I'm getting the drums tracks going on. So that's cool. it. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of work, but I it, I love doing it and I wanna. I want to get it done, you know. So that's yeah. that's the hustle. 
How, uh, so you just started going to school for me, like the music, I want to call it radio rock. Contemporary rock. voice. <laughs> yeah, contemporary voice. Am I right? Yeah. How is, um, has that like influenced your album at all? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have you learned things that you're like, oh, I'm going to incorporate that yeah, or switch yeah, things up? Yeah, sure. Um, I haven't really learned many, many recording techniques and whatnot. Yeah. Anyways, but um, there's been all kinds of theory and, and, and chordal things that I've learned. And, and yeah, it's been great. And just the support I got from the professors and fellow students and stuff, it's, yeah, it's, it's really great. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I, it's nice to be surrounded by people that are all kind of yeah, on your I wavelength. That's a, big, that's a big help. Yeah, have a similar goal. Yeah, you know? yeah, that really you know it helps get my mind sorted on what I what I want to do and you know start walking down the right paths and stuff. So yeah. it's awesome. Heck yeah! All right. Well, I don't know. You want to play one more song? <laughs> Um, Put him yeah. on the spot there. Yeah, if and, not, and, I know and you, you know got what? Class. You already told us your teacher understands completely, yeah. so I think we're going to put you on the spot. <laughs> you know you don't I have did? to. You don't have to. If yeah. you got to run. I, you know, I, I'm already here. Right. I may as well. I can look into maybe doing another. <laughs> well, I think our, our, our listening audience will very much appreciate it. All right, I would do that up. I'll give you guys a go here. I'm going to play uh, another one off the album. Uh, this one's called Heartbreaker. Title is self-explanatory. Yeah. Heart was broken. That's yeah. <laughs> again. We've all been there. Across the river Eyes starting to the left At the flowing water A bottle in his hand Shirt tucked in There's got to be a way To cross the river so I'll follow him even though it's not my plan I got no one to see, no place to be but with you, man And he's way up ahead, so I yelled, I said I'm a heartbreaker Take me with you, I don't want to, no I'm a heartbreaker, no And I'll swim across this river If it means that I'll forget her, yeah A cigarette in his mouth Rolling up his sleeves Pushing down the leaves He goes under yeah. I'm far ahead Looking back He's not there No sound of crashing water He's made his way across 
the river made his way across the river Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm a heartbreaker Take me with you, I don't want her I'm a heartbreaker, yeah And I'll swim across this river If it means that I'll forget her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while since I've practiced this part. <laughs> She's a heartbreaker And I'll tell you why I love her She's a heartbreaker, no I can't live a day without her And I'll tell you why Yes. Yes. That song was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. You Thank know you. what I loved the most about it is not only... <laughs> not <laughs> there's only two, well, there's two things. Yeah. One, that you, you, you pushed through. You're like, yeah, you're kind of giggling a bit. We were all still loving it. But I didn't know anything, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, well, if You, had, if you, you know what? I, I messed myself up for that. I put, I put the capo on a different key. I was like, you know what? I can put this in a different key. No yeah, problem. Well, and then I get to the bridge, and then it's like, okay. The, these the are different chords. Yeah. I'm just going to make it up. The, these things happen. I love that you just pushed through and had a little laugh yeah. about it. That's great. I want to also mention really quickly, um, there's another band, a Canadian band called The Weaker Thens. I'm sure you know them. Uh, which? The, the Weaker Thens. You keep talking about these people and they're like, what are we oh talking about? Oh my God, guys. Uh, first of all, days? all right, just everyone take it easy. The Weaker Thens <laughs> are a Canadian band. If you haven't heard of them, check them out. You will, yeah. should check them out. No, but they have this, uh, the singer has this uncanny ability by the way, he used to be the bass player for the greatest bands of, of all time, in my opinion, Uh-oh. Propagandy. But then <laughs> yep. he went on to start a folk, a kind of there folk band based out of Winnipeg. Anyway, he has this uncanny ability to sort of create, um, I, I don't know how to describe it, Canadian imagery. In a, in a sense that, you know, when I, when I heard you talking about the river and I heard you talking about those very specific sort of little references, they really put you, they put you there. They put you in the moment. And he does the exact same thing. I'm surprised you don't know this band because, mm, because it's, it's very, you, you have a very similar writing style uh, as, to, as to the guy from the Weaker Thuns. Anyway. That's all I have to say about that. So what I got from that song, what I was picturing the whole time, was there was a very... It was melancholy, but cheerful at the same time. I pictured it being... A crappy day out. It's raining mm-hmm. and it's miserable. But here you are. You're skipping along. Yeah, and you're just trudging <laughs> through. That's the feeling I got. Cool. Yeah. I and like that. Cool. it was it was really really neat because it seemed like the 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 feelings by the song. Your heart was broken. Yeah. But you're gonna push through it. There's gonna be it's gonna be a sunny day tomorrow. Today it's rainy, but tomorrow 
It won't. Everyone's staring at me right now. Am I getting close to it? Am I? I love that, man. That's an awesome interpretation okay, cool. of the song. I'm going to be thinking about that when I play it from now on. And you're also going to go home and check out The Weaker Lens. Yes. <laughs> He's got some yes. I can't believe none of you know Expecting that band. Essay I, I know that band. Week. I know them. I don't really. I don't really. Lorraine just likes just likes pulling your yeah, and putting your buttons. Yeah, it's just like yanking a chain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, cool. Well, awesome you know stuff. what? Maybe we'll let you get to class now, Andrew. But yeah. we yes. appreciate yes. you like deeply coming in. <laughs> all this time. When can they hear this? When can they expect to hear this new album? Can, and what's it called? I'll find hopefully. my way. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully, December seventeenth. <laughs> Fingers and, crossed. And I, we can't thank you enough for for ditching class <laughs> to come <laughs> in uh, to come in and hang out with us on the air. I know that all of our listeners really appreciate it, and we always love having you. We can't wait for the next time you come back to complete the trilogy. Um, you know, um, yeah, it's it's been, it's been great. Thank you for coming in. For sure. Where Thanks can they so find much. your music right now? My music is on Spotify, on YouTube, it's on everywhere. Really, if you if you have a streaming service, you can hear me. Perfect, and it's under Andrew Brethor. Andrew Brethor, you're right. Perfect. That's, nice. Uh, I think that's one of the first times yeah, Dylan's I've nailed the name the first time. <laughs> so it's like Breath Hour at the end of it. Yeah, that's how Brother. it looks. That's Brother. how it looks. Yeah, how it's, how it's pronounced. Though. So yeah, that's yeah. why it always, you know, people always like breath or breath or breath Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. <laughs> That's that's the struggle. Dylan, that's you nailed it. I love it. I'm, I'm, yeah, you, you know? nailed it, man. Pretty much. I'm gonna try my best. Uh, practiced all week for it. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> never know when Andrew's coming on. I, yeah. like, I got to get this right this time. <laughs> well, you you practiced good. You came on last minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> all go. right. Once again, thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys. You thank rock you so much. Andrew, we had a great time today. Yes, that's Let's right. Let's reflect. You Let's know, close our and, eyes. and we had a, we had a few guests that that couldn't unfortunately make it today, and still we pulled. Uh, you know, Andrew showing up last minute when I, and ditching class to be here for 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 all of our listeners. I love it. Dr- don't stay in school, kids. Come on our radio show. Yeah, come that's on our right. radio show for the two hours it plays. Every week. <laughs> my back's itchy. Oh, boy. Um. Thursday. <laughs> wait, what day is it? Thursday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. That's right. Every Thursday for here until the day that we die, yeah. we'll be doing this show. And if you might miss the show, that's fine. You can find us on wherever you find your podcast. It's out there. Campus, Convo. That's right. That's where you can find it. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. Tell all your friends. Well, tell and tell thank, all your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank everyone for, uh, you know, for tuning in. Um, also, and thanks to the McQueens. Yeah, they were thanks, awesome. Yeah, you can keep an eye out for when they have a Hamilton show, or go check them out in London. Yeah, they're playing in London tonight. Alora, um, check it out. Alora's a beautiful little place. You should definitely go see them there. Seems beautiful. I looked it up on Google Maps. No, that's but, fitting that they're playing there. I like that. But I digress. Yeah. We have Christmas coming up. We're, we're playing around with some ideas. We want to do a Christmas special. That would be fun. Get some eggnog, some hot cocoa, other Christmas stuff, maybe candy cane. We'll have a we'll share a candy cane or something. Yeah, and we we, share we, ha- we have an email address too. If you have any if you have any thoughts or maybe opinions on what we might do for our Christmas special, you any can always concerns. Yeah, yeah, you can always chime in. Maybe uh, you're pissed off because we didn't do weather this week. Yeah, <laughs> so you can email us and let us know, and we'll tell you the weather. We'll give it to you 
four times next week. You know what well, I'll do is I'll give you the weather right now. Um, walk outside. Yeah, look outside. Look at the window. Just take a look outside. Wow. Yeah. What is our email? What is our email? Campus. Okay, that's this. What do you guys think the email is? Campus.convos1 at gmail.com. Close. Russell? I, I. Campus Convos1. Very close. You're one letter to Campus many. Convo. Ow! Campus Convo1. Campus.convo1 at gmail.com. <laughs> Fantastic. Guys, great at doing the research. I don't know. <laughs> Dylan started like this show by himself, and then he graciously invited us on, and we're yeah, one by one, sort of. I joined the team, and then you joined the team, and Dylan has been very patient and gracious with uh, our our. Yeah, it's only been what like four months. <laughs> by the fifth month. That's oh. usually when the email sticks. <laughs> yeah. It's a six-month mark. Well, we'll be graduated by then, so uh, hopefully. And then we'll have no use for that email. And then <laughs> You can email it still. You can keep emailing, because we're going to do this until the day that we die. Yeah. Well, and we are planning a Christmas show, so please, if you heard, uh, like we just said, please chime in if you have anything you'd like to hear. Maybe uh, some interesting artists, like, for example... William Shatner just released a Christmas album. Maybe we'll get him uh, on the show? Called yeah. Shatner Claus. Maybe we can get him. Russell probably has connections. They're about I've the same got, age. I've got hook. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Like they go together. There's low blows and then there's low blows. Play some bridge. However, hey. I accept my fate. That is hilarious. Uh, crochet a sweater. <laughs> what else do what we'll do? I don't know. Eat. Fart a lot. Do they? I don't know. Wow. I've never heard once from my grandparents fart. I haven't e- either. I feel like that would be like... I just feel like they should more. They should? <laughs> yeah. I feel really like maybe promoted. they don't because it's it's impolite. <laughs> Is it no, impolite? I don't know. I, I, I just feel... Anyway, I think we're getting off topic here. Uh, Hot box this whole room. We're going to have a Christmas special, though, and that's going to be cool. We're thinking of some best ofs. Some acoustic Christmas hits. And you know I'm going to be pulling some Shatner with Iggy Pop or Shatner with Henry Rollins or Shatner with, oh, my God, the list goes on and on. I I can't wait. It's a small list. I I can't wait to, to break some of those out in his classic spoken word motif. That what he those, runs with. Are those guys like playing musically on there? Yes, they're on the album. They're doing Silent Night, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, all that, and 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 it's like some really heavily, <laughs> well, experienced punk rock guys doing Christmas carols on a spoken word album with William William Shatner. Campus Conversations is hosted by myself, Dylan Moore. Russell Merritt-Bovell, and Lorraine Postma. Our outro music is Streetlights by Stephen Onpershen. Our guests this week were Chris and Liv McQueen of The McQueens and Andrew Brether. Special thank you to Alex Aberdeen for his help this week. You can listen to the show live every Thursday from 10 a.m. till 12 noon, broadcasted live at 1015 The Hawk at Mohawk College. If you would like to be on the show, you can email us at campus.convo1 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.